0: Well, hello, and welcome to another Bible Nerd Ministries podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Ingram, and I hope you're doing well this Sunday. Before I get started, I would like to give a few announcements. Starting next month, we will be having our Children's Church opening event. I will send more details to everyone's inbox. Also, I would like to encourage all of you to get started with a Bible reading plan. It's a wonderful thing to be involved in, and I promise you, you will benefit from it. Keeping your eyes focused on the right thing is difficult for so many people. With all the distractions in the world we live in, how on earth can one stay focused on Christ above? My message today is staying focused on Christ. And our key scripture is Colossians 3, verse 2. Colossians chapter 3, verse 2. And I'm reading from the NIV. And it says, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. I repeat, set your mind on things above, not earthly things. Now, staying focused on Christ means keeping your eyes focused on Him. Keeping your eyes and your mind fixed on Him. It means keeping Him as the focus of your life. Staying focused on Christ means putting Jesus above all things of the earth, i.e., spouse, children, parents, job, etc., It means turning to Christ first in the face of trials and storms. It's a way of living. It's knowing Jesus is the center of your life. Living life with Jesus as the center requires you to do things tied to him every day, not just once in a while or only when you face trouble. Having your eyes and mind fixed on Christ means having a close relationship with him. Now here are three ways to stay focused on Jesus every day. Number one, begin your day with prayer. How do you start your day? Do you grab your phone and start scrolling through social media? Or do you turn on the TV and watch the news or your favorite TV series? Do you know starting your day with a few minutes of prayer with Jesus invites him into your day? Prayer at the start of your day plays a huge part in your focus on the Lord and your mindset. It lets you know that Christ is listening to you and you should be listening to him as well. Prayer draws you closer to Christ and you will begin to have a close relationship with him. If you have never understood that part, prayer draws you closer to Christ and you will have a close relationship with him. Now's the time to believe that and to understand that. Number two, read your Bible every day. Now, this is a must. I mean, I I can't even begin to keep telling you this over and over again, reading your Bible every day. Spend time daily in God's Word, reading and studying the Bible don't just read your bible but meditate on it study and research it and apply it to your life and also this way you will know the bible for yourself and you won't be swindled by anyone who is a wolf in sheep's clothing giving you false witness to the bible and giving you false words of the bible you'll know it for yourself so that's a wonderful thing as well knowing that bible for yourself is a must i repeat it is a must The very best way to keep your heart focused on Christ is to keep scripture close to your heart. Read a devotional, participate in a Bible study or take up a Bible reading plan to guide you in your daily readings. As I spoke in the announcements, reading, you know, get involved with a Bible reading plan, get involved in it. That way, you'll be able to read your Bible each and every day. You don't have to have a Bible reading plan that has you reading like five scriptures. You can get involved with one that has you reading maybe two or one scripture, I mean, uh, one or two chapters a day, I meant to say. You don't have to have one that has you reading five chapters each and every day, and you probably can't keep up with it. So find you one that applies to you and that will be able to, you know, suffice towards your needs, not others. And number three, and finally, spend time giving Christ praise and thanks. Spend time giving Christ praise and thanks. After all, he died on the cross for our sins. Why not show gratitude and praise for someone who died for you? Why wouldn't you do that? I mean, for real. Somebody take a bullet for you. Hey, show them uh, gratitude and praise. He died on the cross for you. He died on the cross for your sins. Why not show him gratitude and praise? All it's good to share your concerns, questions, and struggles with God. Make sure you're also taking time to praise him and thank him. Praise Him and thank Him. In other words, praise Him for who He is, not just what He is doing in your life or what you want Him to do. He's God Almighty. He's a sovereign God. He knows all and He sees all. Praise Him for who He is. He's not some Buddha statue. He's not some wooden uh, stick that people are praising. No, He is the true and living God. He is the only God. Let's just be real. He is the only God. Thank him for all his goodness and faithfulness. He will always be with you wherever you go. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And that's his his promise to all of us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Praise is shown through prayer, singing along with worship music, and taking initial notice of God in the world around you throughout the day. When you're going out and about throughout your day or you're going to work or wherever you may be, whether you're just at home or you may just be with the kids spending time, always remember God is with you. He's with you wherever you go. Take some time to notice that in your world. Take some time to notice that in your world. In other words, what I'm speaking here today is staying focused on Christ, knowing that he is the center of your world. He, he should be your everything. You should put him first and foremost before anybody. I don't care what other people tell you. I don't care what other people try to convince you. Oh, you should have your children first. You should have your, your husband or your spouse first. No. God comes first before anybody on this earth. And if you can't get that through your thick skull, you will never make it into his kingdom. You will never be a part of royalty because he is a jealous God and he would have us to put him first before anybody. So in conclusion, I pray that when you are catching a view with all the things in your life, that you make sure to keep Christ first and center. Make sure you keep your eyes focused on the right thing, the main thing, which is Christ Jesus up above. He would not want you to have anyone to be the center of your life except for him. I pray that this message gets across through you. I pray that You start getting into your Bible and reading the Bible, making sure that you apply it to your life. Meditate on what the Word is saying. Apply it to your life. In other words, do what it says. Don't just read it, but do what it says in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I pray that you will come back again next week for another Bible Nerd Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Tracy Ingram, and I hope you have a blessed day. Well, hello, and welcome back to another Bible Nerd Ministries podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Ingram, and I hope you're doing well today. I want to speak to you about how to study the Bible. Um, It was recently brought up to me, you know, one of my members was... um, Speaking about someone told them that, you know, the only Bible that they should be referring to or the only version that they should be referring to is the King James Version. And this is not so. See, this is where we start getting into um, religion, you know, things that people just make up over the years. Oh, you're supposed to do this. You're supposed to no. when you don't understand something. There's more than one way to do things. There truly is more than one way to do things. I know that you've heard that saying before, and it, because it's true. If a person doesn't really understand um, one version of something, they might understand another version of it. So this is the reason why we have so many different versions of the Bible and so many different um, languages, you know. You've got it in Greek, Latin. You, you've got it in so many different languages, you know for people to understand. But then there are different versions. There is the King James version, the NIV, the NASB. You've got the NKJV. I mean, you've got so many different versions of the Bible. Don't feel like you should only, excuse me, be stuck with one version to read from, to study from. You can switch it out. It's okay to have the King James Version because that's the one that everybody knows, King James Version. But then there are times where even me included myself, I read the King James Version. I'm like, well, I don't really understand what that's saying. Let me go ahead and do some research and go ahead and dig deeper into what this is saying and what it means to me and what it's supposed to mean for me to understand, because that's the whole reason of us reading the Bible is so that we can apply it to our lives, meditate on it, and apply it to our lives. Application, apply it to our lives. So, I wanted to go over some of the different versions. I wanted to be able to study some of the different versions for my church members because I don't want us to be in the dark. You know, this is the new day and age, you know. It's like a person trying to tell you, and, well, this is one thing that I do say about this, what I'm getting ready to say. It's like a person trying to tell you, well, you should only have um, a Bible that you can grip, you know, tangible, hand, you know, paper, But that's not necessarily true, because we all know nowadays, it's a lot of stuff that's digital, a lot of things, you know, when you're getting your check now, a lot of people have gone, you know, paperless, you know, so there are are books that are ebooks, you got your Bible that's in the ebook form, you've got all these different things. In other words, I don't want us to be people who are in led in the dark, who's in the dark. No, we're supposed to be in the light. God has taken us from the dark and placed us in the light. And I want us to be able to be people who understand that. So I hope that you stay tuned for the message that I'm going to give on how to study the Bible. What kind of Bibles, you know, that you have at your hand. Because I'm not going to tell someone that they're only going to be, um, this is the only form of Bible that you should have is the King James version. I'm not going to tell you that because you very well might not even understand the King James version. And then if you don't understand something, you ain't, you're not going to read that thing. I know that. I already know that. That's like me trying to study chemistry or organic chemistry. And I don't understand it. That Bible s I mean, that book is going to sit there and it's going to collect dust day after day, after day, after day. And I ain't going to know What in the world's in it? What to do with it? Probably prop it up against some other book to hold it up or prop it up under one of my flowers, and that's basically it. So I hope you stay tuned and enjoy this message that I'm giving you.